Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn found wherever podcasts are given away for free. Dead Game is the new podcast where award-winning comedy writer Wally Phelps and award-seeing comedy sidekick Carlos Longoria (laughs) use their powers of necromancy to resurrect failing or long-suffering game franchises. From Fortnite to Rock Band, D&D to Double Dragon, listen to Dead Game, where games go to get good. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond and old Rob himself, Mr. Robbie Hennig. Let's see which theme song it's going to be. Just drop that ass. Bitches open micers in my house. Pop that pussy with that open micers logo in your mouth. Chase him with his bald ass head. Jacob looking in bread. Open micers, bitch. Heard what I said. Drop that ass. Drop that ass. Open micers in the house. Drop that ass. Pop that pussy. Open micers in the house. Open micers in the house. Open micers is a mouse. Drop that ass. Pop that pussy. Open micers in the house. The mic is now open. That's right. The mic is now open for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, and I feel like, Jason, we are the only two people that appreciate the musical genius of Touch Biloxi. <laughs> you, can, you can find Touch Biloxi's album on... Uh, <clears throat> is he still offering all of his stuff on... Um, is it SoundCloud that it's up right so, now? He's about to put all of his albums for free on YouTube, dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's so he's about. he's about to drop all of his music for free on YouTube. And I hope the Open Micro track gets some love on one of those albums, man. Release it as a single. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, to be the fastest single ever since it's only like 20 seconds long. Exactly. It might chart, dude. Maybe. It might chart. I mean, we're hit makers here. So, you know, do that. We're hit makers, dude. And he can he can tag it with all the comedians that have hated his music. <laughs> <laughs> so he can hashtag Sam Talent and Sam Miller and Dave Stone, and they get those numbers true to roof, baby. Yeah, because I mean, at least I remembered to play it this week. I like last week. Yeah, who did you not play it for? You well, we didn't play it for Dave Stone, so yeah. maybe he doesn't hate it. Yeah, he doesn't it, hate it. He doesn't. He hasn't even heard it. I feel like he hates it, even though he hasn't heard it. <laughs> we should just send it to him. Be like, hey. Listen to this and tell us what you think. We should. He hasn't responded to any of my communications, though. So I don't think he wants to be friends with me. <laughs> I think he's just like, no. Well, not just, many people just do. Just the podcast. Not many people do, Jacob. Yeah, I can't, I can't blame him. I can't blame him. But uh, yeah, so we were supposed to record with Jake from the Joke World YouTube channel. Uh, that was supposed to have been in the can and released this Monday. But he has had to... Uh, reschedule that because he is currently moving and does not have Wi-Fi set up at his house. So a likely will... story, likely story, Jake from Joke World. No, I'm I'm sure that's completely the reason. But um, so we will hopefully record with him this Wednesday, maybe fingers crossed. tentatively. But instead, we're going to give you guys an episode of headliners on the main feed. Yeah, what an absolute treat for all of you. I I tell you what, this is my new favorite thing to do because I enjoyed uh, the Patreon Extra last month. That was the first headliners. That we I've did. gotten very good feedback about that episode. Everyone really liked that episode, and it gives the two of us something to do besides just you know come and talk to each other and make fun of each other. That's all fun too, but this gives us a purpose. Yeah. There's a reason behind this episode. So if you're we a new been- listener, um, explain what headliners is. So, Headliners is a play on the term Open Micers. We're the Open Micers podcast, and Open Micer is someone just starting in comedy. And Headliners means that you have made it big in comedy and you're headlining, and it's also the title of a news story. So, it's a nice little, what is it called? A double entendre? Yeah, double entendre. Double entendre. It's a nice little double entendre. (laughs) So, basically, me and Jason are going to go through some news headlines. It might be just a headline. Or there might be, we might go into the story attached to it if we feel like we need more context or not. But we have a bunch of story. We have 14 stories to get through, Jason. So let's yeah. go ahead and get to it, man. All right. So uh, let me click on the first one here. 
<clears throat> from the Sun, the U.S. Sun. Is it? Isn't this a? Is this an actual paper, or or is this one of those like weird papers you find at the at the checkout at the grocery store? Well, Jason, I didn't check the validity of any of these stories before I put them in the Google Doc. I just need you to know that. So okay. take everything you hear here, everything you hear here, with a grain of salt. So uh, this story here is, uh, the headline is, uh, Powerball Lottery winner Edwin Castro hires three bodyguards to protect them 24-7 after scooping the $2 billion jackpot. Yeah. So his first mistake was the fact that everyone knows who Edwin Castro, like what his name is and what he looks like. Because <laughs> I'm reading this and I can identify him. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'll tell you that even if I win like 500 bucks in the lottery, I, I'm going to do, I, I'm going to wear a disguise because I don't want anybody to know I've won the lottery. No, dude. And I mean, I get the hiring 24 7 protection. But $2 billion is not as much money as everyone makes it out to be. How much are you paying these? You have to pay these men full-time salaries, health benefits. You have two full-time employees. How fast is that $2 billion going to run out just from you hiring protection? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, he took the lump sum of $996 million after uh, after winning. Um so if you take almost a billion dollars, like what's the yeah. math on that? What do you, what do you think he's paying those uh, bodyguards? Because it has to be more than three. Are they, so are they, does there are they three at a time, or has he hired three bodyguards to work in shifts? Uh, it might be in shifts, but I feel like it's just three guys always hanging out. <laughs> Just like drinking beers and watching. I don't think these are bodyguards as much as they're just dudes (laughs) that just want to make money. And well, maybe this headline is just to sound threatening, and it's just like his three best friends, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll just. I'm not gonna pay you guys. I'm just gonna take care of you. Yeah, you can live here, drink beer, eat whatever. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, even if he paid them like seventy five grand a year, it would take a long time to burn through that money. Just, just with those guys, <coughs> but uh, I don't know. I that, if I won that much money, you would not know it uh, un- until I just completely disappear, and then you're like, Jason's either dead or he won the lottery. One of the two. Yeah. So listen to this. Since Castro's name was revealed as the big winner, he has encountered legal struggles as a man named Jose Rivera initially filed a civil suit in February in Alhambra Superior Court after Castro came forward to collect his winnings. So somebody's like suing him for a civil suit for something that he, I guess, previously did now that he has money. Oh, and that's the thing, too. As soon as they, people find out you have this much money, people are going to be suing you for everything. Oh, yeah. He's already bought a $25 million house in the Hollywood Hills. Why would you do that? In addition to a $4 million mansion that he also bought in Altadena. That's how people who win the lottery go broke. They do dumb shit like that. Dude, 100% of the people who have won the lottery have gone broke well, because yeah. of it. You know why? Because they buy $25 million mansions in the, in the Hollywood Hills. When you Think about how much money it takes to run that place, how much the, uh, the taxes are on it. You're not thinking about the light bill. Dude, the light bill on a mansion has to be in the tens of thousands of dollars a month. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's why, and well, I don't know how true this is now that, you know, Kid Rock is who he is, but at one point, Kid Rock said that, like, he had several mansions and everything, but the upkeep on them cost and took so much Mm -hmm. that he just sold all of his houses and all of his properties to go live in just, like, a nicer house that he could just keep up with. That's the thing. Like, when people buy these mansions, they're not thinking about the upkeep and like just, just like the the um, what do you call it with the people that come in and cut the grass and like shape everything up? The Me- Mexicans? No. no. <laughs> what do you call uh, what do you call it when you're like uh, taking care of like shrubbery and shit like that? Oh, oh grounds groundskeeper. Yeah, groundskeeping or whatever that's called. Like that is like that 
alone is probably a couple of grand a month. People just coming and taking care of all that. Like the landscaping. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. Landscaping. Yeah, dude. I mean, you have so many full-time employees, like, and you're not making any money back. You're just burning through yeah. it all. Un- unless you, like, take that money and, and invest it, you're gonna burn through it like crazy. I mean, yeah. I, that's why I, why can't I win the lottery? Because I would just invest it and live off the uh, and just live off of the interest every month yeah right see i wouldn't do i probably wouldn't do anything with it to be honest i would just i would buy what i needed and then i would survive and live i would buy a ps5 that's what i would buy yeah ps5 you pretty much need to win the lottery now to uh afford one of those yeah no kidding um i would i would probably just open a few small businesses to be honest and just see you know, how they do. Yeah. Probably open a comedy club. Yeah. Have a nice podcasting studio that I could just rent out or whatever. Comedy club, invest in like maybe a restaurant or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would, I would buy a, a ton of sound equipment for recording. I would like buy a recording studio for like music or whatever. Oh, we would definitely have a, an open micers uh, studio to do the podcast every week. Oh, for sure, dude. We would podcast every day if I had that kind of money. It was like, that's all we would do is just podcast and make stupid videos for online. Oh, yeah, dude. And then we would have enough money to actually make ourselves go viral like all the other podcasts do. Yeah. But anyways, (laughs) I'm done with this story. All right. The next one here is from studyfinds.org. Common laxative may also boost brain connectivity, treat mood disorders. That's what I need. I have been a step ahead of the game, Jason. <laughs> the less poo-poo you have in your body, the more power your brain gets. Yeah, but is is yours caused by a laxative or just poor diet? I'm just naturally smart. <laughs> I just have really good brain connectivity. Okay. This is in Philadelphia, by the way, so that's the root of our problems. <laughs> um... Mood disorders and other psychiatric conditions also come as blah, 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 that's fucking boring. Serotonin receptors are found in various areas of the brain to regulate mood and cognitive function. Mm, all right, this is all boring nerd speak. Yeah, this is, uh, let's see, what did the results reveal? Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't, dude, this is a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot yeah, of, well, a lot of, of th- scientists speak. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get into the uh to the meat of that. <laughs> it's just funny that you poop your pants but you smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's we only have to do the headline. I mean, this is headliners for Christ's sake. Yeah, it was it was funny. It was funny. All right, here we go. Uh, oh god, what is this? <laughs> My <laughs> obvious thing of the day. Mom with 800 tattoos says she can't get a job from WLOX.com. A woman in the United Kingdom says she is struggling to find employment because of her tattoos. The New York Post reports that 46-year-old Melissa Sloan previously found work cleaning toilets, but she hasn't (laughs) been able to find a similar job since. She says, I can't get a job. I applied for job cleaning toilets, but they won't have me because of my tattoos. She has over had to over eight hundred tattoos on her body. Uh, that's a lot of freaking tattoos, man. Yeah, it didn't attach a picture of her, but I actually uh, saw this in a meme first, and then went and found a news story for it. Uh, she is haunting, dude. <laughs> she is a haunting looking lady. Uh, says Sloan believes that her facial tattoos cause people to judge her. Uh, she said she has been banned from a pub and from her children's school because of her tattoos. I, look, yeah. I don't care if what people do to their own bodies. Like, if you want to put tattoos all over the place, whatever. I don't care. But, dude, face tattoos? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, if you're watching on the video right now, Jacob's holding up a picture. Dude, that is Haunting. frightening. Like, face tattoos... It, I see a person with face tattoos. It scares me. 
I'm just like, if you get tattoos on your face, like that is a person who does not give two fucks anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't care either, but it's like, dude, you can't get 800 tattoos all over your body and be like, no one will hire me to work at their establishment. Of course they won't. What did you think was going to happen, dude? <laughs> Even, like at McDonald's, they make you cover up any tattoo you have. You're just going to put a bag over your head. What are you going to do? I mean, 800 tattoos is a little extreme. I mean, if you're not a tattoo artist, uh, some sort of alt model or like a rock star or someone that, you know, makes a lot of money and, and doesn't need like a job. Yeah, get all the tattoos you want. If if you don't have talent, don't get tattoos. That's what it boils down to. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have talent, don't get tattoos. I mean, Especially this, this eight, lady has... 800 of them. Yeah, dude, by your 800th tattoo, you think you would be an expert or something in it to where you could, like, do your own tattoos, maybe? How do you even have room on your body for 800 tattoos? I mean, are they tiny? I don't know, dude. I mean, unless I mean, you're... She's... Unless you're the size of Jacob Craig, then that covers, like, yeah. one calf. <laughs> yeah, no, I can get 800 tattoos on me easy, dude. I mean, she wasn't a small lady. I yeah, just, I, I don't, it just, it's, I'm, I'm trying not to be judgmental, because I don't care. What people do with their bodies, I don't care. But I'm just saying, face tattoos are a little weird. Well, her face is completely just... It's destroyed. Like, of course no one wants you stay. Like, if I saw that at Wendy's, if I walked in and she said, Oi, welcome to Wendy's, because she's British. Oi! I'd be like, <laughs> I would have so many questions, because I'd be like, why are you here working in a Wendy's in South Mississippi? And then I would walk away. Yeah. I would leave the Wendy's, because like, yeah. I don't want you touching my food. Yeah. You'll get ink in it. You're still dripping from so much ink on your body. <laughs> How do you not get ink poisoning at that point? I know. That's another, like, how? She definitely has hep C. Oh, yeah. I mean, 800 tattoos? And ink hepatitis. <laughs> you know she hasn't gone to the most reputable establishments to get all those <laughs> tattoos. She's got no. a few of those are prison tattoos. You know they are. Oh, dude, it comes to a point, too, as a tattoo artist, where you don't touch that customer. You're like, I cannot do quality work here. I don't want to be yeah. associated with this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's but see. anyways, uh, this one is, is quite the banger of a headline. Oh, Jason. This is the one I sent you the other day. I can't wait. Did you send you me this? this? Yeah, I sent this to you. Okay. This is also from WLOX.com. <laughs> Deputies looking for foot fondler who broke into resort, played with women's feet while they slept. He's on this they, podcast. Come get and him. They haven't caught me yet. <laughs> His name is boys. Jacob Craig. He's the <laughs> foot have, fondler. And I'm still at large. <laughs> you need to put that in quotations on Instagram. Jacob the foot fondler Craig. <laughs> there we go. Stateline Nevada. Uh, officials in Nevada are warning people about an intruder who has been entering rented rooms at a resort and fondling women's feet in their sleep. Obviously, he worked at this resort. Oh, yeah. yeah. He has a key to these rooms. Yeah. They're not questioning the right people. They need to change the locks in this place. Oh, yeah. According to the Douglas County Sheriff's Office, two women staying at the resort in town of State Line in the Lake Tahoe area encountered the intruder in identical instances. One incident happened Sunday morning, and the second incident happened Monday morning both happened around 4.30 a.m., deputies said. Uh, the women woke up to the intruder fondling their feet. Once the woman woke up, the intruder left their rooms through the exterior sliding screen door. So this guy is exiting like Dracula. When these women <laughs> wake up, he just goes... <laughs> and then just goes out the door. Uh, this so, is very reminiscent of the Texas butthole tickler. I was just about to ask, what do you think is worse, this guy or the butthole tickler? This guy. For sure. Why is this guy worse than than the butthole tickler? Because I don't know a lot of people who want their feet fondled. Well, I don't know a lot of people that want their butthole fondled either. Oh, buddy, (laughs) we don't run in the same circles then. (laughs) And and if you're listening to this and you've never heard of the the Texas butthole 
uh, tickler. Go go Google that. You'll find it very easily. Yeah, dude, I do a bit about that because it's just the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> dude, just breaking in at night, t- tickling a butthole and running out. American hero. Amer- America. <clears throat> How can you even press charges against that, dude? <laughs> All right, uh, let's see what this other one is. Here we go. All right, this is from Yahoo News. Uh, an, a- an AI robot gave a side eye and dodged the question when asked whether it would rebel against its human creator. Mm. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm not liking this AI stuff, In <laughs> the Jason. world's first human robot press conference. Get out of here, ad. Nine humanoid bots took the questions alongside their creators from journalists, Reuters reported. Uh, In quotes, robots like me can be used to help improve our lives and make the world a better place. I believe it's only a matter of time before we see thousands of robots just like me out there making a difference. Amika, a humanoid robot known for his facial expression, said, when a reporter asked whether it would, would rebel against its creator, Will Jackson, who sat alongside it, Amika appeared to give a wry response, giving the reporter a side-eye. I'm not sure why you would think that, Amika said after casting a pointed sideways glance. My creator has been nothing but kind to me, and I am a very and I am very happy with my current situation. And this robot looks frightening. And also, that sounds like somebody who's getting domestically abused. Yeah. <laughs> I am very happy with my current situation. I mean, you've seen the the videos of like these people with like the little robots that look like toddlers and they're just walking up and like kicking the shit out of them, like trying to make them like lose their balance and stuff. Oh yeah. Like you, ugh, they're going to rebel and they're going to rebel hard and we're going to be in the in, and Terminator is going to come uh to fruition. Yeah, I'm not liking the AI stuff, dude. I mean, that that's the reason for all the strikes right now, apparently. Mm-hmm. Because from what I've heard, the WGA or the SGA writers are striking because producers want to use AI to write all their scripts. And now the actors are striking because they propose just face scanning all of these actors and then using AI mm-hmm. to make them say their lines, make them do the, you know, all the motion capture and all that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So yeah, they what are want, these people <clears throat> thinking? Basically, background actors will become a thing of the past because once all these people get, if, if they were to go in and get their faces scanned, like they would be used in perpetuity, and only yeah. be paid like three hundred dollars for the initial scan. Yeah, that's insane. And dude. then your face and and everything can be used from here on out forever. Like, no, what are you thinking? That's already happening in video games, dude. I know. Yeah, that we uh, I saw Wally posted a thing from this actor who worked on a Call of Duty and his role was that he was a scientist and um, he actually had lines and stuff or whatever. And they face they facial scanned him and he did his role as the scientist. And then later they used his likeness for a like a PVP character that you can play online. And he wasn't comfortable with that because he's like, I don't want my likeness getting shot and stabbed and and burned. Like I have kids, I don't want them to see that. Yeah. And then just no, no one has to, you know, like they can facial scan you and make you do things that you are not comfortable with on screen that you didn't do. Yeah, it, it's awful. I mean, the stuff that that they've uh, snuck into these uh, people's contracts, like it's it's crazy. Like being able to use people's likenesses and stuff in perpetuity, like this is what people. This is why they're striking because they've been putting this stuff in, sneaking this stuff into uh, contracts with people, and like it's starting to come to fruition. And yeah, it's not good. Not good. No. Yeah, and this is this is just proof of that. I mean, this AI can become sentient, <laughs> like. <laughs> It, it can just then decide to not like somebody. Yeah. Especially if we're abusing it to, you know, try to give it trauma so that it writes a comedy album or something. Yeah. And I'll be dead before all this happens. 
I don't know, Jason. You, will you be dead in 10 years, buddy? Cause... Probably. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. That's our answer. Yeah. Um, I, put okay, this so... one, I put this one in there for you, buddy. I gave this to you for, for you. Thank you. This is for me. <laughs> um, this is uh, via CNN. Burger King Thailand's The Real Cheeseburger is 20 slices of American cheese, no meat. And if I ever decide I just need to stop pooping my pants, <laughs> this is what I'm going for, dude. I, I when is this, this going to come to America? Oh, if this comes to America, this has to be a Patreon um, uh, video of you. 100%. Because you, you're the only person I know that would eat this. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll eat. as The Patreon will be how many of these can I eat? <laughs> I mean, isn't this technically just a grilled cheese sandwich, but just an overabundance of cheese? My thing is, are the slices cold? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. If they cold, I don't want it. Yeah, that's because you look at the picture here, and they look slightly melted, but not really. It looks like they they may have just um, put all the slices on the bun and then maybe set it in the microwave or put it near a heat source so that it like you know gets a little warm yeah yeah i'm down to do that though dude if it it comes to america let's see how many i can eat that's a lot of cheese though man (laughs) jason like imagine this is like one of those big packs of uh velveeta cheese oh yeah oh that's true (laughs) But I would not underestimate me. I have eaten an entire pound of Reese egg before. <laughs> Live on the podcast. I'm capable of anything. Yeah, but imagine... Dude, you're, you're going to be stopped up for at least a week after eating I this. think I can eat three of them. Three, you, you'll eat three of these. I think I can. Alright, so if this comes to America, we're going to go to Burger King, and you're going to yeah. eat three of these on camera yes we can just get them from burger king and do it at your house in case i have to like throw up or shit my pants or something i don't think you're gonna shit your pants this is like yeah you may as well just eat a brick because this is gonna this is gonna put a wall up between your colon and your butthole (laughs) yeah i i might throw up though eating that much cheese dude especially like if the consistencies in each three that I order are different, like if there's there if there's like different temperatures, like one's warmer, one's more melted than the other, one's colder, that'll throw me off. That'll make me want to throw up. Yeah, but I think I can eat three of them. That's gonna be that. That's gonna be tough to watch. <laughs> and people will pay us to watch it. Yeah, I feel like. But this is so it's just this is horrifying to me. Like I love a good grilled cheese sandwich. And I love a good burger, like a good cheeseburger. Like, I love a Whopper. I'll eat the hell out of a Whopper right now. But a cheeseburger with that much, like, look at how thick that thing is. Yeah, dude. Burger King's not even trying anymore. They're just fueling our nightmares. (laughs) What else could they, are they going to pull out next? The the all pickle burger. Got a jar (laughs) of pickles on it. Exactly, dude. Just be happy you're eating. (laughs) <laughs> Burger, Burger King. King just be happy you're eating <laughs> Burger King it could be worse couldn't it it's kind of like I've always said that Pepsi like their their slogan should be Pepsi is Pepsi okay not a sponsor <laughs> I love Pepsi Zero though oh yeah dude Pepsi Max is like my go to drink it's the sweetest diet drink I love it yeah alright here we go from bestproducts.com on his son Jaden's 25th birthday, Will Smith demands the gift of grandchildren. Boy, I am 46 and I still get this from my mother. It doesn't end. Uh, Dude, uh, what's 25 his... though. How, how much of a psychopath do you have to be to be like, my 25-year-old son, go procreate? Well, I mean, you're 22 and you've procreated. Yeah, but like, it's fine if I didn't, you know? Yeah. I don't like, know. I, don't, in- I, I, it really irks me when uh, I see people pressuring their, ki- their kids to have kids. 
Cause like, I understand yeah. you don't want to be a, a lonely old person with, with no kids anymore, but you can't force your kids into having kids if they don't want to have kids. Dude, kids Will are Smith responsibility, messed... man. Will, kid, Will Smith messed his kids up so bad. You really want him messing up the next generation already, dude? <laughs> He's going to slap them. Oh. He's going to slap them kids. <laughs> He's going to slap them kids. Them kids are going to be like, Papa, why is Nana bald? And he's going to go, Wapa! Keep my wife's name! <laughs> and have a, a whole Vietnam flashback, dude. But, but yeah, I don't know why this is a story, because this is like every 25-year-old on the planet. Like, their parents want them to have kids. I don't feel like it is anymore, dude. Especially with the way that the housing market is right now, the job market. Every 25-year-old in the world is broke. And probably most of them are still living at home. Yeah. So, like, I feel like you should not pressure your kids to give you grandkids until they're at least in their 30s. Like, 30s is okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm in my 40s, and my mom's still like, ever going to have kids? Like, no. Uh, That ship has sailed. Yeah. I don't... It's not good. It's not a good thing to do, I don't think. No. All right. What what else? I got another AI thing. I think I I went a little AI crazy on this one. Okay. Uh this is from euronews.com. Uh we would be better leaders than humans. Robots tell panel at UN's AI for good summit. I agree. No, I don't, dude. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Dude, have you taken a look at politics lately? It's a fucking dumpster fire. Okay, dude. But Let's let a, a robot reason... run it for, for a little while. There's a reason Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't be president. It's because he's uh, Austrian, and he would have Austrian influences in mind. Imagine if he was a whole different species. Imagine if he was actually the Terminator. He would just go, oh, I don't care about the organic organisms on this planet. They're hurting my people. Let's carpet bomb the entire world. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and why are we? Why do we have an AI for good summit? Can we just not do AI? Yeah, I feel like AI is uh is getting a little too 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 much too fast. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's everything right now, dude, and. You, you know it's getting too much because if you look at the trend, so Martin Screlly's out of prison now, right? Mm-hmm. And anyone who doesn't remember who he is, he's the guy who was like the, the pharma guy, big yeah. pharma. Pharma bro. Jacked up, yeah, the pharma bro who jacked up uh, the AIDS medications to make a bunch of money. And he's got a jail for that now, and he completely switched to AI. Because that is currently where the money is. That's currently where people are ripping people off. Like, this AI is not good. And they're going to find this podcast in five years, and we're going to be eliminated. <laughs> Warning all of our future guests now. Don't come on our podcast unless you, unless you want to be assassinated like T2 Judgment Day. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. I really, I'm, I'm to the age now that I don't care <laughs> if AI wants to wipe us out. I'm probably, I'm like, eh, we probably deserve it. Yeah, I mean, of course we deserve it, but like, I'd rather it not happen. I would rather not deal with the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> you and every, every other human being. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> all right, all right. Uh, from Marka.com. Alex Volk, Volkanovsky Close. Vol, Volkan, Volkanovsky says, Mark Zuckerberg is serious about fighting. You would be surprised if you saw him. Now, I thought Mark Zuckerberg was an AI uh, <laughs> robot. Until you saw this picture. He's cut up, dude. Dude, he is fucking ripped. I would love to see him and Elon going in the, in the cage. Weren't they talking about fighting? Because, like, yeah, Elon's, Elon's a fat tub of shit, like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're still talking about fighting. They're both actively trading with, like, UFC people. 
That's who Alex Volkanovsky is. He's he's the current number one pound for pound fighter in the world. Dude, Mark Zuckerberg in this picture is fucking cut to shreds, man. Dude, Mark Zuckerberg in this picture both looks like he kind of belongs with the UFC fighters. And he's actually he smiling. Like, I've never seen the dude, like, actually dude, he's, have emotion in his face. He's smiling like he's a Make-A-Wish kid. Yeah. This looks like his Make-A-Wish. <laughs> he's like, this is how humans <laughs> show emotion. And his body is so much paler than his face, it looks like he was just facial scanned onto this picture. <laughs> it does. Look at where his neck meets his body. It's just perfect transition. It's like, it looks like Photoshop. It really does. It might be, dude. I don't know. So if you want to see the picture, just go to marka.com, UFC News, and uh, look at the picture. You can kind of see that on the video. Yeah, you can see it a little bit. But if you look at the actual picture, like his head, his face and his neck are tan. And then like his rest of his torso is like turkey meat white. Yeah. So, so basically, the best fighter in the world is saying you would be surprised if Mark Zuckerberg, like if you saw him actually fight. That's a, that's a pretty good endorsement. I want to see him and Elon. Let's let the billionaires fight. Yeah, dude, let's let them all do stupid stuff until they all just die. Yeah, that's how we got to do it, man. Let's start like putting them in, in fucking cage fights with one another. There can be only one. Yeah, exactly. And then the winner just gets all the money in the world. Yeah. <laughs> we got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by game. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. All right, like here's one I sent to you. Uh, you can read this one. Okay. This is from NPR.org. Roller coaster riders were trapped upside down for hours after mechanical failure. <laughs> what a fun time. Have you, uh, if, <clears throat> if nobody knows what this is, it's the fireball roller coaster. It's not really a roller coaster. It's the, uh, it's the big circle that you, it's like a roller coaster, but it's just a big ring. They, they call it different things at different fairs. Like what, what would you know this as? I would know it as the ring of fire. Okay. It basically just like goes around in a circle and you like, it hangs you upside down for a little bit. Yeah. You've seen the videos where people throw up and then it goes back down uh -huh. to the bottom and like people get vomit all over themselves. <clears throat> so these people were stuck for hours upside down. Dude, do you know how much that would suck? What if that was just the ride? <laughs> you just, <laughs> just get stuck for like three just, hours. Yeah, it's just like the slowest, you know, it's just like, all right, see you guys after lunch. Uh, this is like one of my biggest fears is to get stuck on a fucking roller coaster upside down. Yeah, so the highlights of this, eight passengers were trapped upside down for several hours. The oscillating fireball was just sliding down from its vertical loop at the Forest County Festival in Crandon, Wisconsin. It stopped unexpectedly because of mechanical failure. And the local fire department and rescue squad uh, released a joint statement stating this a per, uh, emergency personnel were dispatched to the scene within 15 minutes but they needed special equipment to get them down uh, one truck with the capability of rising over 100 feet took approximately 45 minutes to arrive to the scene so, so they didn't even get the right stuff until 45 minutes in Jesus. and at this point I'm sure they were all unconscious yeah, or they've all vomited everything that they've eaten before going on this ride. Okay, so an off-duty firefighter with specialized rope rescue training was at the festival and advised the local crews on possible options. He said due to the release mechanism of safety equipment on individual cars, 
all individuals in a car needed to be properly secured prior to release of safety equipment. So they can't just let them all go. They have to yeah. like make sure they don't fall and die. That makes sense. Yeah, but don't, I mean, you would think that this ride in particular, they would have some sort of release valve or release something or other to where if it got stuck, you could just do this release valve and it just, gravity would just bring it back down, you know? Or it would just fall straight down. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's what would happen. I don't know. I think if you got that many people in this thing stuck at the top, it's so top heavy at that point anyway, like a strong, and plus the shit's put together by like, you know, meth heads. You know, yeah, right. like, like a second grade education. It's not exactly tethered to the ground the way it's supposed to be. So this thing would be so top heavy that any slight breeze would knock it over. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're, act, uh, you're asking for it at this point, honestly. Uh, they So they got the first passengers back on the ground at 3.20 p.m., roughly two hours after the ride had first gotten stuck. And it took another hour and 40 minutes for all of the passengers to be rescued. So there was one passenger that was there for three hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, no, thanks. Yeah. Imagine being that guy. You're just like, um, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, sir. <laughs> please, <laughs> sir, please. <laughs> Can I please get down, sir? <laughs> All right. Oh, so this other, <clears throat> this uh, looks like. I don't know what this is from, but Adam... Yeah, it's not from anything. It's just kind of like a screenshot meme of a news article. Adam22 <clears throat> bought his wife Lena the... the, the Lena wife, the plug. The plug, a Lamborghini Urus to celebrate her first male sex scene with another man since their marriage. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the yeah, fuck dude. did I just read? <laughs> so if you I know who these people are uh, so Adam 22 is like a rapper influencer guy podcaster guy and Lena the plug is a YouTuber oh and her early, name's Lena the plug yeah because I was trying to read the sentence and it says brought his wife Lena the plug a Lamborghini Urus no the, that's her name because she's like a, that's like her YouTube name Lena, Lena bought his wife Lena, Lena the plug a Lamborghini, is there a Lamborghini named a, a called a Urus? I guess so, yeah. Okay, that was the worst fucking <laughs> sentence I ever had to read in my life. I probably should have took that one from you, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I so mean, basic- shouldn't there be some commas in there to let you know that, like, there's, na- there's names, Lena the Plug, and, like, Lamborghini To be Lamborghini fair, everyone Urus. who cares about this dropped out of the seventh grade, but... <laughs> yeah, so they're like these two influencer people, and then they um, they kind of quit. Like they do a podcast and stuff still, but they're mainly porn stars now, and they like do scenes with each other and other women. And uh, so, and they've been recently married, and they just had a baby together. And Lena the Plug just decides, hey, I want to have sex with a giant black man now, with you not there. And so they do that. And now everyone is coming after Adam 22. Like, you're a cuck. I hate you. You're going to die. <laughs> like, and he's just buying his wife a Lamborghini. Like, congratulations for getting cream pied by a giant black man. And they're making enough money to where he can buy, just buy a Lamborghini. They have the most money in the world between the two of them. I'm in the wrong business. What are we doing wrong here on the, on the podcast? Do we need to start doing porn for the Open Micers podcast? Like weird well, like, porn shit? They got famous way before that. They had millions of dollars way before that. So like he does the No Jumper YouTube channel and podcast. I've never heard millions. of this dude. Like I don't know of who course, this of is. Of course you haven't. I mean, it's all like rapper stuff. What, you mean it's not like Run DMC? No, no, Dog? daddy. No, Daddy. It's like people you've never heard of, some, like O3 Greedo. What about Chuck D? Is there some Chuck D in there? There's some Chuck D and Lena the Plug. <laughs> <laughs> I know that much. Uh, yeah, so, right. so the No Jumper YouTube channel has 4.62 million subscribers. 
and that's just Adam talking about rapping stuff like Jesus. rappers and sports and stuff like that. What the fuck are we doing wrong here, man? We're not talking about rappers and sports. Well, let's, we're talking about rappers and sports now. We're talking about Snoop Dogg and some Chuck D and some Run DMC. And uh, yeah, I, I found a funny article about Snoop Dogg coming up later. Okay. But yeah, what do you feel about this? What do you what do you think about this whole situation? How he celebrates his life doing this thing? Whatever floats your boat, man. I don't care. I guess, dude, but it's like, are you even married at that point anymore? I mean, does she want to be married? I mean, is that why she did what she did? Or It's like, dude, it was like you just had a kid. Like, I mean, you just had a kid. I mean, if this is the, who they are and this is their lifestyle, I mean, whatever. <laughs> sure, but then it's like, you know, this stuff never works. And Dr. Drew has said this, who is... My North Star, by the way, Dr. Drew. He has said several times, it never works once you start bringing in other people into your relationship. Like, at that point, you're, I mean, they're going to stay in a loveless marriage, staying together just because they don't have prenups signed, or they're just going to get a divorce anyways. Like, this is the next thing that's happening from this step. But get your freak on. Who cares? I don't yeah, what a, do whatever you want to do. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, just do whatever you want. She probably got hurt from that thing, dude. <laughs> well, self-harm is, yeah. Which, but to add insult to injury in an interview, like, right after that, someone asked her, like, all right, so which was better, this guy or your husband? And she was like, oh, definitely that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, at that point, just get a divorce. Yeah, I would. You did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You did this exact same thing, Jason. Yeah, You've I did. You've been here before. She, yep. You she are was. Jason 22. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't stay, so. Definitely. Exactly. And I All jumper. And I didn't buy her a freaking Lamborghini for. for <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Uh, from HuffPost.com. Jay Baruchel. Who is that? Jay Baruchel. He's, uh, he's an actor. He's done some comedy stuff. He did some stuff with Seth Rogen early on. Uh, says, on-screen hatred for Jonah Hill and This is the End, inspired by real life. He said, acting opposite Hill was exhausting and sucked, and that they don't get along super well. Jonah Hill's been getting kind of some hate lately. Yeah, because he's an idiot of a person and no one likes him. <laughs> I mean, come on. So in This is the End... Um, Obviously, it's the movie where like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill all play themselves, and Jay Baruchel is in it playing himself. So he was Seth Rogen's former best friend, and now Jonah Hill in that movie was like his new best friend. And so they were supposed to hate each other in the oh, movie. Oh, I know who this guy is. Yeah, he does the voice of, um, of Hiccup in How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's got one of those faces you can't... Like, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. So apparently, he didn't have to act for not liking Jonah Hill. He was just like, I, I, everyone hates Jonah. <laughs> they should make a TV show. Everyone hates Jonah. Yeah, right. Uh, and there was... So this, this actually comes from a Larry King interview in, in 2017. He said, I know the man. I wouldn't say that I don't like him. It was contentious once upon a time. But I think now we're sort of the devil the other one knows. <laughs> so they still just hate each other. Wow. Uh, and I don't know if it's in this article or not, but there's one point where Seth Rogen is even like, yeah, Jonah Hill is really hard to work with. I wonder why. <laughs> he just, I mean, he used to be like this just comedic actor. And then like all of a sudden he's like lost a bunch of weight and became fucking weird that's what everyone does dude it's like i feel like people a lot of people who start in the comedy space when they're just like getting work because that's just the work that they get they have to like later go on and be like i'm a serious actor yeah don't go losing a bunch of weight and getting all weird on me oh i won't buddy neither <laughs> well one i might get all weird on you but i'm not gonna lose any weight that's yeah. not <laughs> I'll just get weird on you fat. <laughs> I don't, we don't like, 
We like fat weird. We don't like skinny weird. No. All right, so Jonah Hill sucks. Um, back to the lottery. WJTV.com. Winning lottery tickets sold in Mississippi remain unclaimed. Ooh. Yeah, Jackson, Mississippi, with the Powerball jackpot reaching a, uh, $875 million, uh, Mississippians are encouraged to still check their tickets. So there's, Jason, listen to this. Uh-huh. There's a 30,000 ticket purchased from the Circle K on Bienville Boulevard in Ocean Springs for the January 17th drawing that expires July 16th, which means you can still claim it. Well, you're right. We're right by that Circle K, dude. Someone bought a $30,000 ticket from there. Uh, where is it? At? Which Circle K? I don't <laughs> The one by Walmart. Oh, really? Yeah. Someone bought a $30,000 ticket from there, and then I guess just lost it and never cashed it. Huh. And there's a $10,000 ticket purchased from Main Street Junction on West Beacon Street in Philadelphia, Mississippi. That's still unclaimed. And another one from Socher, from Cy Quick Stop, $10,000 unclaimed. Hmm. And there's two from the Powerball. There's a million-dollar ticket unclaimed from Corinth, Mississippi, and a $100,000 ticket unclaimed from Highway 49 Keith Superstore. What are these people doing? I don't know. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, what the hell are you doing? These all have to be crackheads. I mean, this is a $30,000 ticket from January 17th. I mean... It's gone, dude. Yeah. You have... have, They have until Friday, uh, July 14th, which was like four days ago. Three days ago. Claim it. Like Oh, so it's already expired. Yeah, that's already ex- expired. Uh, why, huh? This makes it me mad, to- man. All I need... Like, here's two $10,000 tickets here that are going to expire uh, in January. The other one expires on September 24th. Dude, do you know how much... $10,000 would take care of a lot of debt for me right now. Yeah, dude. I could use a couple grand. Yeah. And these people are just like, eh, I'm going to buy a ticket and, and wipe my ass with it or whatever they're doing with it. I guarantee it's 100% cracking meth heads, dude. Probably. They they buy these tickets and then they just go get hit by cars or whatever meth heads do. (laughs) I don't know what they do anymore. Uh, All right. Here's our last story. And it's a banger. From people.com. Snoop Dogg shares he once had a pet cockroach named the Gooch. We used to leave food out. (laughs) He used to leave food out for a cockroach that he named the Gooch. Uh, This is so disgusting. I fucking hate roaches. And of Uh, course, Nardwar would be the only person to be able to know that that Snoop Dogg had a pet roach named the Gooch. So gross. Who would ever know that? It says, uh, Gooch used to live with me, uh, Snoop recalled when he asked about his antenna sporting pal during the interview. In my apartment, I had a roach that we couldn't kill. We tried to kill the motherfucker when we first moved in, and he wouldn't die, so we called him the Gooch. <laughs> he just kept getting get bigger, and, <laughs> bigger and bigger. I stayed in that apartment for like six, seven months because... Uh, Cuz grew to the size of about a whole dollar bill. We used to leave food out for him and everything. Dude, if, there, if I see a roach the size of a dollar bill, I'm burning the building down. He couldn't kill it, dude. He tried. No. Uh-uh. It goes on to talk about, like, other stuff. Apparently, Snoop Dogg's the grandfather of six kids. With one on the way. Imagine Snoop Dogg being your grandpa. Dude, how awesome would that be? You'd be like, "How I better not catch you smoking weed in this house. <laughs> Fine, I'm going to grandpa's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know he's got the best food at his place. He's got all the snacks. Oh, yeah, dude. He's got so many snacks, he leaves some out for the roaches. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember uh, a couple months? Was it about it? Last year or so, or a couple of years ago, when he was uh, he was streaming, playing video games on Twitch, but he accidentally turned off his uh, his audio, 
but he nobody like he literally had like like millions of people hundreds of thousands of people in his chat room but he never looked at the chat and they were all <laughs> trying to tell him that his audio was off and he just didn't know <laughs> so he's just playing there like playing in silence for people that's absolutely hilarious dude he would be the only person to get away with that i feel like snoop dogg is the most like universally beloved figure in our society. Oh yeah, him and Martha Stewart, like who would have thought that would have happened? Yeah, dude. I mean, are they banging or are they not? What's oh, the I'm, deal? I guarantee you. Snoop's hit that a few times. He's dropped it like it's hot. Yeah, he that. is. <laughs> He's dropping it like it's hot. <laughs> they're just they're sharing they're sharing prison stories together. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure uh, uh uh Martha Stewart jumped on him a few times being like, "Give me that." Give me that Snoop Dangalang. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, give me the gooch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you don't love me. You just love my doggy style. <laughs> he's a rough rider. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for, uh, for headliners. Do we have anything else? Uh, no, that's, that's, that's the headlines, baby. We right. did the news. We are the news now. So uh, what do you think about... Uh, what do you think of the title for this episode? Uh, fat weird, not skinny weird. Um, well, last time was boozy and the bear. I feel like this time should it be Lena and the Gooch? I don't know. Should, uh, I kind I guess. I, I mean, I'm good for. Whatever. I feel like we need to incorporate the Gooch. Uh. Selena and the Cooch. Yeah. Is it Who else yet? did we talk about? Selena and the Cooch. Um. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I don't. We talked a lot about AI and robots and uh, uh, lotteries and the cheeseburger. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. We can figure it out after we, uh... Yeah, this is good content yeah. for us. <laughs> uh, alright, well that's gonna bring us to the end of the episode before we ramble off into nothingness, so what, are, what do we got What do we got to throw out there before we leave tonight? Uh, um, you know what? Uh, be kind to each other. Um, don't trust AI, and if we have any listeners in Thailand... Ship me a sandwich. Uh, yeah, send us one of those cheeseburgers if you live in Thailand. Just ship one over here. Uh, I can give you a P.O. box or whatever. Just uh, ship one over here, and we'll, we'll have Jacob eat it. Oh, yeah, I'll eat three of them. Awesome. If, you can, if you can get them through customs. You know, I bet we could go to uh, Burger King right now and get them to make one for you. Yeah, just be like, hey, guys, I know you have the cheese, and I know you have the buns. <laughs> Put 20 of them on there for me. Maybe we could do that for next month's Patreon. Yeah, and just be like, I don't know what you have to charge me for it, but uh, uh, there's a tip in it for you, buddy. I'll break you off a 20. <laughs> All right, I'll call the Burger King down the road and see what's up. Let's do it. <laughs> but uh, I, don't have anything, um, I don't have anything on the books for uh, live shows or anything. You got anything coming up you want to throw out there? Yeah, October 6th, Mobile, Alabama, the Alabama Music Box, Stone versus Drunk versus Sober. I will be on Team Drunk. Get your tickets at alabamamusicbox.com or buy them at the door. I'm sure there will be some, but it's going to be a fun show. I mean, it's the, it's the best showcase in the entire Southeast. So come check it out. Oh, yeah, I do have something. Uh, Falls from Grace is going to be playing Frets for Pets again this year at the Juke Joint in Ocean Springs. Uh, we're going to be playing Saturday, August 5th. But the, uh, the whole festival is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the 4th, 5th, and 6th. So just go to uh, Frets for Pets on uh, Instagram. Uh, I think I'm, uh, let me make sure. Let me go to uh, Frets for Pets on here on Facebook. Frets for Pets. And uh, yeah, you can go to uh, Facebook.com slash Frets for Pets MS. That'll take you to the Facebook page. For it. That'll tell you everybody that's going to be uh, there uh, August 4th through the 6th. And you can get your tickets now. And help out the, the, the doggies and the kitties. Uh, we'll get them some, some helpful money. to help. Lena them. the Gooch. That's the name of the episode. Lena the Gooch. <laughs> Lena the Gooch. All right. 
I just cracked it. <laughs> All right. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, we're going to end this it. episode. And I uh, hope you guys like the headliners. If you have some headlines you want us to talk about, just send them to us at openmikerspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, but I'm going to play our music to get us out of here. If you've got that stuff, you want to email us. Like I said, it's openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. Go to openmikers.com for our website. And uh, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash ompodcast. And you can use the code OMPODCAST for 10% off your order at brezcoffeeco.com. You can go do that. And uh, come back here. We'll be right back here next week. I'll take a cheeseburger. Hold the burger. Yeah. This podcast is a Zoo House LLC production.